Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, it is 4 o'clock on a Monday afternoon. We are hanging out with Julia, and that's right. Lori is finally back here. The whole crew is back together, fresh off her trip from Paris, oh, looking like a queen. I have to just queen. say, what were you people doing bothering me on Friday <laughs> evening in Paris with talk of, you know, I learned at a cafe, at Cafe du Magu. Oh, there First you go. Okay. My favorite post on Instagram is okay. that you are finally in front, in front of, of Cafe, cafe du, du Magu. Magu. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. After we've worked on pronouncing yeah, it. Yes. I can't even remember why it's famous anymore, but it's a corner cafe that's famous. It's a corner of the Boulevard Saint. The Cafe Floor and, ca- and Cafe uh, du, Magu, du Magu, they became famous in the 20s and 30s with the the expats, the liter- this is where Hemingway, hung you know, out. hung out. And this is where the intelligentsia and the poets and the artists. Okay. And it was the C and C. Be seen place ah. like Carboni in New York right now would be the Ledoux Magoo of New York City. What okay. about that's what? where you're the most likely to see, you will see the most beautiful people. There's one other cafe I can tell you about called Mufards, which is on the corner of Rue Saint Honore and Cafe de Rivelay. All day long, all you see at no matter what time or day or night are people from every place in the world that have money and are carrying. Huge Dior and Fendi and Louis Vuitton bags because Rue Saint Honoré. That is where all the stores are. Okay. I mean, there are. What in do other... you get on the menu? Do you get anything special there? Oh, Casey <laughs> loves to get a cheese plate. I like the oh. fresh mushroom risotto because they just use all the vegetables that are in of the day. So it was baby carrots and shards, and it's all fresh. You can't. Right. I mean, probably the three best meals we had. I want to say big hello to Tony Tindler, you know, our I, friend yes, from France. Yes. She invited Tony. Casey and I to her La Terrasse, and she made a, what she said was a simple meal of veal, and um, I'm going to get it wrong, a gratin. Well, I thought they were creamy potatoes, but they were just made out of oh. or uh, cauliflower and a bechamel sauce. And okay. she said it was be something you could make. And I said, can I buy bechamel? Mm-hmm. You be- can. Yes. And you she can. told me I could. Mm-hmm. And then the most amazing, one of the things I love about French pastry is that they have a lot of wonderful, thin, flat crusts. Mm-hmm. And then they do some kind of a custard or a pudding or something, but it's all, you know, fresh, fresh, fresh. And then little, get the fruit, and then it's just a little, a little tart. tart. And it's so lovely. Mm-hmm. And it's so perfect mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. share. Yeah. So Casey and I are sitting there 
watching people come by in the most fabulous clothes, carrying things, making up stories, celebrity, and just, you know, giggling and giggling. Mm -hmm. It's a big part of, you know, why you're fun. And then we also do a lot of walking. And because we're, we're seeing the Tuileries Garden, which is so long, it goes from the what would you call maybe the beginning of the gardens where the pyramid is in front of the, that's where the, the, that's the Louvre. That's where most people go in. There's Uh another entrance Uh that's not as busy on the other. Just, you got to walk through, but that is a big, long garden. It goes all the way to like almost basically the Champs-Élysées. There's a carousel, there's restaurants, there's benches, there's fountains. There's, do you think it's as big as Central Park? bigger in a different way because remember it's all designed by you know the sun king and marie antoinette and whoever else so they like think of every think of bridgerton and the strolling through gardens they like to have paths that one could walk or ride a horse but would have room and that but there would be shade there's a civility to it rather than rambles and brambles and rocks and sure and so it's planned. It, it's ne- it never gets old. And when you go at the end of summer, all of the gardens are full bloom dahlias, which just get huge. And they're everywhere mixed with all this other stuff. And they, they maintain. Right. Then. So no matter how many times you ever find yourself in the Tuileries, it always you'll find yourself having a favorite Grant, let's place. just count how many times we're going to find ourselves there. <laughs> okay, You know right? what's interesting, though? Mm-hmm. Because I of I all the it. cities that I visited on my one long trip to Europe, which I was only 27 years old, and by the end of the trip, I was with a person I did not like at all. So no city and would be good. So we ended in Paris. <laughs> no city is good. We ended in Paris. Mm-hmm. And so I have, like... That would be a city you could fight in if you did not love your partner because... Um, First of all, no, really, this is this truly is really because you've got language sometimes and then direction. So if you don't like someone that you're with, it's very stressful to, Easy be, to get frustrated. But you're in such a beautiful place. So it makes you mad that you can't enjoy the beauty of the sky. Like when you're like on Friday night, I know all around the world, everyone had this amazing moon yes. Friday and Saturday night. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. I mean, people had weddings. I know. Two of my high school friends, their kids got married this yeah. weekend. They had the full moon. We had, it, you know, you have it in Paris, and but one of the it's things, the same moon, same moon. I know it, I know, but <laughs> just seeing it over the different buildings or over the totally. river, it, all around the world, people really had an amazing harvest moon yes. experience. Yes. If if you had clear skies, so anyway, but even at dusk and twilight in Paris, because of the color of the buildings. For some reason, the blue and the clouds look just like what you see painted in churches yes, or really something. Beautiful. You can see where the artists were inspired. Yes. You know, by yes. by all of that and stuff. So that's kind of fun. But anyway, that's it. That's but yeah, you called me and I thought about no, calling. I text you. You texted me. That's what you did. Because I didn't even have. Because the queen had died. Yeah, the queen had died. We and, didn't know what to do without you. Well, I know it. And we you did know just what? fine. We did yeah, fine. Yeah, of course we did fine. you did. I, I, I'm not saying we didn't. No. But, you know, we I, wanted you here. We just. We I just thought of A, doing... how sad my mom would be because oh. she admired her. And I also thought, but I didn't really have this thought until like the next day that because she's over 70 years on the throne she's literally the last living historical link 
to World War II in the sense that she was a world leader when the Yalta Agreement was signed at the end of World War II, making everybody, yeah. you know, making the She's, alliance. She is the last link. That that yeah. living history. There, of course, there's World War II veterans, but she's just, you know, um, seventy years. Yeah, is a long time. A and long, that's who people know. Yes, yeah, yeah. and, and it's sad. It, it really was. I knew my mom would be very sad, and everyone at the cafes could overhear it. And I happened to be sitting next to because Casey went back to the hotel for something, and it's like ten o'clock our time, and our hotel is like right across the street, and um, it's the most magical metropolitan stop it's all these glass blown beads and you know the metro mm. stops in paris are kind of there movie are. stars yes, there. Wow. and this is one of the beautiful ones so anyway these two australian guys are with me and they're with their moms and their moms are two dev they're on like a two-week trip to france and in england and their moms were too upset to go out to the cafe because the next day they were going to london and oh. And, but, you know, but their moms were, you know, just, and they were too. They were too. They wanted to talk to me about it. Interesting. Yeah. Devastated. And they just said, you know, we all, you know, we. That's all we've known. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, and these guys were like in their 20s, but I yeah. thought it was so cute that they were traveling with their moms. So cute. You know, I didn't dare ask their mother's age, but I just I'm let so them know I was a younger, older person, possibly the age of their mother. <laughs> Lori, as one does. All right, we got to take a break. We're yep. going to come back with random thoughts. We'll be right back. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, that is, Lori's just been showing me gorgeous pictures in between um, our show of the beautifulness of Paris. I mean, it looks just, Lori, it looks lovely. I'd go there with you. I would want to see it through your eyes because... Really, the last time it wasn't that fun. Okay, so later on our show today and all week, we're going to be giving away tickets to the preseason home hockey game with the Minnesota Wild cool. versus the Colorado Avalanche for Kids Day on September 25th at Excel Energy Center. Nice, that's yeah. a surprise. Your Stanley Cup winning Colorado Yes, no Avalanche. kidding. So yeah. coming up later in the show, we'll have that. Okay, so this story kind of struck me as... Um, Funny, because I didn't believe it at first, and then I read about it, and it is true. All right. Um, that there's a strange ritual that is underpinned by an old superstition what? that not telling the bees at Buckingham Palace um, that there was a change of order would lead the bees to not producing honey, <laughs> leaving the hive even dying. So over the weekend... Um, Mr. Chappelle, who is the beekeeper at um, Buckingham Palace, was ordered to come in and talk to the bees. So this is what happens. He informed the they hives. They have a process for they everything. They have a process. That's and this amazing. is based on a super old superstition. But again, it's been 70 years since, you know, she's right. been the monarch. Right. Okay, so he had to inform the hives at Buckingham Palace and Clarence House of the Queen's death. Death, excuse me. He's 79 years old. Does he just lean in and whisper with his helmet on, the queen is gone? <laughs> well, this is exactly what happens. And this is a true story, because I looked it up in a couple different places, because I, I called BS on it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but what he does is he places a big, thick, black ribbon tied in bows around the hives, homes to tens of thousands of bees, mm -hmm informing them that their mistress has died and that a new master will be in charge from now. He then urged the bees 
to be good to the new master. The strange ritual, I told you, has been longstanding. And he drapes the hive with the black ribbons. And um, you knock on each hive and say, the mistress is dead. You have to whisper. The mistress is dead, but don't you go. Your master will be a good master to you. I've done the hives at Clarence House, and now I'm off to Buckingham Palace. This is how royalty has held on to power for so long. They literally have a ritual for everything. They really do. Amazing. He says, this is how they've kept control. He takes care of over a million bees. In Clarence House, there are two hives. In Buckingham Palace, there are five. At this time each year, each hive contains 20,000 bees apiece. Um, a bit more, but I'm not that good at counting. Yeah, that's right. He's been doing it for the past 15 years. Wow. Um, let's see. At one time, they had you a problem. suppose that they, the, the, they only, everyone just only eats fresh honey, you know, honey oh, from, their sure. own, from their own hives. It's a, it's a thing because poisoning was always a very real <laughs> um, issue. Lori, because ex- they said the superstition is built in. Yeah. If the bees don't leave a hive... They will stop producing honey, and then what the heck are we going to do? Because honey was the main byproduct, the natural sugars of yeah. the olden days. Yes, yeah. yeah. So this guy who was 79, yeah. um, John Chappelle, he said he got into it after his wife um, His wife was into bees, and so she loved honey. So he bought his wife this book called wow. Keeping Bees in the Back Garden. She read it and said, well, it's over to you now. And so he got the job then taking care of the bees in his house. And it started from that. It's been a wonderful hobby. It's taken him all over the world. Mm -hmm. He's met wonderful people. I bet. Um, Probably get some good privileges. He said it's been a a wonderful privilege to do it for the queen and hopefully for now the queen. I hope they still want to keep the bees on their premises. You never know. They might say take them away, but I don't think that will be happening. Um, it's up she's to the new tenant. She's probably so glad she's with her Prince Philip. I know. And you know, her childhood friend, since she was five, died like a month ago, and she too was 96. Oh. Yeah, so like there was nobody left in the world. And her except dear her friend, kids. the horsey guy that she loved forever, that took he care of her horses. A, yeah, yeah, a couple of years. You know, she was really without a lot of people, and I think she had congestive heart failure because mm-hmm. she was spotted with the new British Prime Minister, that woman. Liz. The day before, I know. Yeah, yeah, Liz, yeah I know. Yeah. Two days before, mm-hmm. so you know she just probably just died during a nap after one of her Dubonnet or gin and tonic. Oh, what a what a she way to go! Booze. And oh, Lori, I love she it. Elizabeth booze. was queen for almost thirty percent of U.S. history. Yeah. Now that's 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 the stuff that we couldn't get over last week. Yeah. Was just how in a time where women were not treated properly. She was the most powerful, influential person. I know that yeah. she, you know, the prime minister ran everything, but she was there for all those historical she moments. She gave up her entire life yeah. to be, but but this is what you do when you're born. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Born into the royal bloodline or whatever, but she was so, um, I think, just... Her biggest misstep was Diana and not acknowledging but that. But she corrected But it. she corrected that, mm-hmm. you know, and she did it with uh, knowing that we all knew about mm-hmm. that and everyone forgave her for that, whereas they can't forgive Charles. He's the one who's got an interesting road ahead of him. He does. But, um, <laughs> he does. Yeah. So anyway. Starting out with where to dip the ink in the pen. Oh, wasn't oh, that awkward? How about that? Yeah. Well, that was... remember, Charles is the king who has He's... his butler yeah. put... He hasn't his done anything on his brush. Oh God! He does nothing. You can only blame it on the parents. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently now, oh, yeah. the King Charles Spaniel, yeah, that's right. is going to become the pet lover um, in England. Or yeah, something? in honor of the new king, much like the Queen popula- popularized the corgi. Corgis, yeah. they're so barky. She, they are, they are barky dogs. I couldn't handle those dogs for one damn second. Thank you. You need to live in a castle with lots of acres and lots of rooms to get away from the sound. <laughs> I hope my friend isn't listening. No, but it's true. But there must be music to a corgi or a dorgy, a dog ears. But at one point, she had like. Well, well she had she owned around. over thirty of them in her lifetime, lifetime dating yeah. back to the first royal. But she corgi. would have ten and twelve at a time because she was the queen and had other people taking care of. I was going to say, there you go. Yeah. The yeah. first one was called Dorky, and she got it in nineteen thirty-three. Lori, no, it was Sandy. No, well, this is according to the story. No, Sandy was the dog her father gave her when she turned eighteen, and all the corgis and dorgies come from Sandy. Got it. Got I it. I had some time to read on the plane okay. yesterday. <laughs> All right, but her last member, her last Corey died in twenty. Corgi, Corgi died Corgi. in twenty eighteen. She didn't want to breed. Um, she didn't want any more that would live after her life. So she moved on by g- getting two Dorgies, mm-hmm. a cross breed between a Dachshund and a Corgi, and a Corgi. And, and guess she, who gave him to her? Prince Andrew. I know when he's getting him. Whatever. She loved her kid. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying he gave him to her as a way to try and buy her affection during oh, that whole so BBC funny. blow up because that's when he gave him to her. After she let us let it be known, she wanted no more dogs because she didn't want out. She didn't want her dogs. Yes, she did to have to outlive yeah. her. And then look at Andrew sucking up. I know. Well, let me just tell you about the King Charles. <laughs> okay. Okay. One person tweeted out. Dog breeders take note. I'm not a trend spotter or influencer, but something tells me this is going to be the hottest, trendiest breed of dogs really soon. The King Charles Spaniel. Yeah. They are very cute. I have one. Yeah. They're good dogs, aren't they? I spotted one riding in a basket on a moped in Paris. They're the littlest. I might have a picture of it. If you want a dog to sit on your lap and just cuddle, that's what they'll do. They are the the reason why they got their name King Charles Cavaliers because they used to sit on the King of England's lap when he sat on his throne. That's so good. Grant. Yeah. Thanks, so, Grant. Yeah. Get okay. one. Be happier for Brittany and Elton John. I love this song so much. It's so good. I bet they sample it all over the place in the club. You know? Oh, yeah. It's the song got- I can't believe that's on the radio is Super Freaky Girl, Nicki Minaj. That song, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I just am thinking about Julia How, you know, and I know kids, you don't really listen to, like, what song lyrics are or whatever. But um, I'm just thinking about, you know, and you don't even really know what you're, you're thinking. But, I mean, I heard it on playing on like a, uh, 
a show, you know, a station that, you know, like top. Plays the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plays the music. I was just like, holy hell, these are explicit lyrics. Using, you know, other words for explicit things. Yeah. But using words like drippy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I was just like, whoa. You know? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Julia. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, yeah, this song. But I like it because sampling. Yeah. We know um, that song. The Rick yeah. Flint. This Rick is the song. song. Yeah. This, yeah, this this is such a great song. We didn't, this is how it starts. Yeah. yeah. She, it's it's such a great beginning <laughs> of that song. I Even always, the clean version, like you said, is a little dicey. It is so <laughs> dicey. So anyway, just parents, uh, you know, I've got... Yeah, good luck. I'll never forget the first week I spent with you guys. WAP came out. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. remember? And you oh, go, yeah. you're like, Grant, go listen to it, it after the show. Yeah, and, yeah, and I yeah. was like, Oh, oh my, God. my goodness, you know. But you, you can't deny the hook. Yeah, you can't deny. You can't it. deny no, we the get hook. That out of our mind yeah. forever. Okay. I don't even know the words, but that my niece, our nieces knew all the words. Oh yeah, I, I it's the kind of. It's the kind of thing you and I, I have decided, Julia, rarely have we known the words Ever. to too many songs. I don't know, whatever. We're always singing the wrong lyrics or we're waiting just a second or two behind. We're letting the music catch up. I played our Beach Boys um, thing for Mom again oh on my Friday God, was night. Oh, she dying laughing? Well, I just isolated you singing. Oh, I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like a sheep at the fair. So I sound hard. like a sheep at the My fair. mom goes, all you did was jump. And I said, Lori told me to dance. I told you to do the pony. And I you did. refused to do the I lessons. Did. You were so stressed out about who knows what. Yeah, that was a stressful day. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Leading up to it. Leading up to it. I tried to show you earlier in the day about the pony, and you wouldn't have any part of it. I wouldn't. No, you didn't. You were Grant. You were here. I remember we were trying to get you all jazzed up, and you were like, "I don't have time for that." I don't have time to learn the pony. So, but yeah, you're enthusiastically jumping up and down and looking quite cute at it at the same time. I just laughed so hard watching that. Oh, you guys! Oh my gosh! We'll never ask. We'll never be asked to sing on a stage again. I'm quite sure once again you know i wonder why yeah i wonder why <laughs> i wonder why i know i know what is I, it about you yeah i felt you like don't let me. us get invited back places <laughs> yeah. what is it about you yeah I, it isn't always me though it isn't we take turns we yeah, do you rotate that's we perfect rotate. that a was team. a big one yeah <laughs> but i did feel like we knew mike love because we had such a lovely conversation just three days earlier yeah oh i know that I, was fun it was really he, that and was he a, remembered us i know he did yeah so I felt over. He even knew familiar. our names when he introduced <laughs> us. It was in the big, the big <laughs> thing. Okay, so did you guys talk about this last week? Yes. The uh, Dolly Parton. Did we even know that mm-hmm. there was a documentary uh, coming out? I mean, Dolly. I think we've read. Yeah, a we, little bit about we did it. it when it first broke. I think I brought it up as like a dirtler, but yeah, we I haven't touched right. on it so as a story. She, so really. it's a documentary about the. Like the cultural impact of nine to five, is that right? The cultural impact, am I getting that right? Yeah, I think so. Yes, Julia, is it out yet? No, it's not out yet. No, this song came out for it, but no, no, th- this song is out, but it's the documentary is going to be on September 16th. All the original film stars from nine to five, Allison Janney. Maybe we'll be the moderator, oh, Rita it. Moreno love it. from the 9 to 5 TV series. And um, so, yeah, I guess it is about the impact that song 
had, uh, you know, I work 365 days a year. I'm always working five to nine, nine to five. I work all hours of the day and all hours of the night. And kind of like how maybe this cultural impact of I am woman in the 70s. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're just going to explore all the ways that it changed society. Yeah, 40 years of evolution of gender equality and discrimination in the workplace. um, As we know, she gets up at like 4 a.m. She doesn't need a lot of sleep. Well, you know, I wonder how much time it takes to put the spackle and the and the you know the hair would be easy because she's just putting on a wig. wig, But obviously, she you got to admire what beautiful, beautiful wig. I don't ever want Dolly to leave this earth, but don't tell me I wouldn't go to a Dolly museum full of her clothes and shoes right now. Totally, Lori. I mean, totally, totally, yeah. I think at Dollywood they have some of her stuff, and I know at the Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville they have a couple Dolly and Dolly contributed an outfit at the Elvis press at Graceland at the end where different icons tell an Elvis story and, and give an outfit. Hmm. And she has an unbelievable silhouette. Oh. oh, she does. I mean, it's, it's, but to actually see something that she has worn. Yeah. Oh, I is how the little figure. the waist is and how large the breast is and how narrow the hips are. She is an unbelievable silhouette. Yeah. Silhouette. Uh, yeah. And I can't remember what her contribution was, but Dolly did J- Dolly, Joan Jett and Springsteen for sure. I remember those oh, wow. three. Yeah. That's cool. With their story. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. All right. Should we listen to this song? Yes. Yeah. She partnered yes. up with Kelly Clarkson yes. to do this duet that is part of the... Yeah, so the original song, this is the... I'm going to the middle here where we get a little bit of Dolly Parton and then mixed in with Kelly Clarkson into the chorus. The beginning is mostly Kelly Clarkson, but this is the combination of it, of the two. Okay. And this is the part I kind of like the most. So this is where we're at with the song. But is this the original 9 to 5 song? This one? Yeah, or this no, is this an is original song. This is a new so, version. A new one. Yeah. yeah, so this is their take on 9 to 5. This is Kelly Clarkson made her own version of it sure and had sound. Dolly come on it. Wow, it didn't sound anything like the old one. Yeah, no, no it's different. But I like it. But I mean, is it, that's why I was wondering if it was a completely different song. It sounds like it. it, it sounds really like I'll pull does. up the original real quick. Here. I wonder where, well, September 16th is where you can uh, stream it, so... Um, we didn't do new music last week because that was the day the Queen passed. Oh, yeah. So you got to skip the new music yeah. on that day. My gosh. I did, Donnie did send me a text when I was oh, in yeah. Paris and just said, remember all the funny times I would do the Queen's went, voice. Oh, you brought that up. And yeah, he would I did. play the music. And he, we would, it was a funny bit whenever the Queen funny. came up. And, you know, quite frankly, over the 20 years of our doing this uh, little program, Julia, I'm going to say that uh, whether you wanted to or not, you were going to biosmosis, learn some stuff about the royals here on this very program. Oh, whether you, or Ann Elvis Presley and Sharon <laughs> Yeah, whether Stone you liked it Styles. or not. <laughs> We've got those covered. We've got them covered. Yeah. yeah. Here's and, the original 9 to 5 quick. Do you want to okay, hear it yeah. all quick? Yeah, this is the original. Way different. Way. That's why I wondered if it was the same song. It's a take on it. Yeah, yeah. all right. It's a modern take. Yeah, okay, fine. I think yeah. I like the original better, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I liked I guess I thought it was I was listening to a completely different song. The jet lag is kicking in, people. That's okay. But I will just say, Julia, that um the Super Bowl won an Emmy, the the halftime show. Heck I know yeah. I saw that. Did you guys yeah. see that? Yeah. So um uh Snoop Dogg and Fifty Cent performed at this charity thing last or uh, this weekend that's uh 
It raises money. It's like basically everyone nominated for an Emmy shows up for this benefit, mm-hmm. but they're raising money for, um, it's called the evening before, you know, it's for their famed retirement facility in Woodland Hills. Right, it's for go. all the people who are singers and artists and whatever, and for some reason they don't have any money, but if they're a member of a guild. Yes, I love it. They They'll have an old care. folks home. It's called the... I can't remember the name of it. We've talked about this we before. Have. Yes, because some people have... It's a hundred-year-old yes. charity. It was established a long, long time ago. But So everyone who is nominated, plus a lot of other big names, but guess who had to be the... Uh, uh, the host was Alex Bornstein, who's the funny lady from Mrs. Maisel. Yes, I love that. The manager. She's so funny. She's so. Remember when she yes. won her Emmy yes. and how excited and she delighted? Was I hope we have some of those moments I tonight. I do too. But anyway, I think that's exciting for the Super Bowl. And now, uh, you know, those all those guys that performed that night, they all have Emmys. Oh, I know. And Adele's only one thing away from an EGOT. Yeah, because she's up for her show, but did she lose out to these guys? No, she won for her special. Oh, she did. Yeah. Okay. She did. Eminem well, is also one of them. That's right. Because he's got a, we were talking about this with Colleen Bradley. He's doing his own um, play. He's playing, yeah. On Broadway. Which, if that gets nominated and yeah. wins, he could be an That's EGOT. very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, anyway, I just uh, kind of, you know, thought, fun. yeah, totally what a fun, fun. what a, what a fun event. If they had a red carpet for such a thing, one feels like we could mm-hmm. get invited to that, Julia. Okay, I've got a Hollywood speak <laughs> okay. for you that I'm going to say surprise. Okay. Oh, surprise. We'll okay. be right back. Okay. What, what, what? I'm so behind. The only gossip I followed was the Venice Film Festival, Florence, and the whole Don't Worry Darling, that whole f- storyline. It was good gossip. It was good gossip. I followed it along from Paris. Whenever Casey would go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. I would check my phone, the Venice, just to see what was going on. Specifically, the don't worry, darling. Sure. That whole kerfuffle. And they're doing the opening night. I think the tickets sold out because they're playing at a lot of IMAX theaters. Don't worry, darling. And a lot of the Harry Styles fans brought out the Harry's. Harry's, They bought out the Mm -hmm. theaters. So Mm -hmm. it's that worked out. uh, It's going to do well. For her agent said, "Don't worry, don't worry, darling. No press is bad press." Right. Well, but Julia and I beg to differ on this. I, I disagree. Mean, we, we I dis- think Olivia Wilde looks like a fool. She looks like a fool. And, she does. and Florence is uh, telegraph- telegraphing without saying a word. So yep. she's got. <laughs> really- Chris Pine is even even going to continue with the press. How about that? The spitting, and I wasn't sure about the long man hair. I think he's so hot. It he is because he looks so good in his he's, clothes. He's amazing. He is amazing. Looking. He's a specimen. <laughs> they used him as a buffer. Yeah. I wonder totally. if Harry and Olivia have broken up. Why oh. do you say that? Well, he's carrying a handbag. We've got it posted. All the Toronto <laughs> Film Festivals. He's collecting numbers. <laughs> I did. This was funny last this night. This is very unobtrusive way. You can still pass a napkin. Harry cannot be seen entering digits in a phone. But people can still pass napkins. And- Lori, this is the funny <laughs> thing about him carrying a handbag. So yeah. last night, you know, we were waiting to get into Excel. Mm-hmm. There's a security person out there, and I was standing right there, and he thought I was talking to me. And he goes, yeah. you can't get in with that. Oh, that's right. No and it handbag. was a man's purse. Yeah. Purse. Yeah. Because I said to Will in the afternoon, one of my kids, I'm like, you can't bring your purse tonight, honey. Um, because you can only bring a wristlet. Wristlet, yeah. And so we were just talking about, and then this guy gets busted for his purse, and it yeah. was just we just burst out laughing. Oh yeah, because and and of course, and in Paris, you know, I mean, it is not, not uncommon. Yeah, for what some kind of a satchel, messenger bag, oh. 
something yeah. like that. Because where else are you going to carry your big ass phone and your wallet? Yeah, right? yeah you're and stuffing notepad. it. And there's lots of stylish ways for people to carry things yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, but Harry carry <laughs> is a carrying a class purse, a small version of Queen Elizabeth's bag with like a wicker <laughs> handle. Yeah, like no, that looked like uh, he's doing. I don't know if it's Dior it or looks, Gucci. It's Gucci. He's uh, he's, he's Gucci, Gucci, but it looks like an old Kate Spade purse. It's got an old-fashioned clasp, Julia. It's very uncomfortable looking. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's got a- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's got a feathery brooch on that I saw at the Elsa Schiaparelli uh, mm-hmm. Museum. It's an interesting day. look. It's an interesting look. And then uh, we posted all those photos and holy it, cow. They are. So it, does this surprise anyone no. after the success of the deep pick of a certain drummer? Oh, oh on Tommy Twitter, Lee joining OnlyFans. He, only he joined OnlyFans. You know what, Julia? Here's the thing. I'm going to Hollywood speak this. That's what I'm asking okay, you to do. So <laughs> Tommy Lee, when he gave his phone to probably his wife, or mm-hmm. maybe he had an assistant and said, put all the settings on this so I can do a great pick, and then I'm going to go um, lately fan myself, and then I want to come back and take a picture of a semi-erect me. But you got to have certain settings. Tommy Lee doesn't know how to do those settings on uh-huh. Instagram. And they're allowed. Nipples are not allowed on Instagram, but D's are. No, it was not allowed on Instagram. Twitter. It was only allowed on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Yeah. They, there was a typo in the story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Twitter, Twitter, excuse me. But he gave, you have to do special Consent. settings to do that. Yes. He did that. He and his wife fluffed, fluffed him up. Yeah. And then he now artfully on- posed. Now he's an adult. And then his manager said, you know, you could be making money from this. You don't have to give it away from free. And, you know, Motley Crue hasn't sold an album since 1989. There you go. And you're not going to tour anymore because people are onto your fake drumming. Yeah. And you got to, you know, it could be easy money. And Tommy Mm -hmm. says, how easy? Let me lean back and just give you this. I'm going to say that his manager said to him, 10 million a year. Yeah. Well, based on the reaction that the world 10 million gave. a year. And mm-hmm. Tommy Lee said, what? I'm only getting $2 million a year every time I tour with Motley Crue. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying I can just show myself and have some fun for that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the Hollywood speak on that. Someone Stunned. ran the numbers from yeah. that. shows you the astonishing power. I'll tell you this. I'm posing next to this bedazzled skull. Um, but I'm doing kind of an artful pose and not right uh, now, but no, you, you did in this Paris, photo. In Paris. Okay. And this woman walked by and she goes, Oh my God, who are you? And I unfortunately, hope you made up a fine Yeah, Casey wasn't, he didn't have it on video. Oh, and I leaned my head back a little bit further and put my foot up on the mirror. Did you say Sharon Stone? No, I said, I am, I'm a, I am a movie star in my own life. And she just looked at me very like perplexed. And just kind of kept walking. 
I wish you would have made up a funny name. I'm the Countess of Blah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just said I'm a Countess movie. of High Heels. I'm a movie star in my own <laughs> mind. I'm just trying to take a picture with this fabulous coat that, you know, is like 3,000 euros, you know, in this store. And the whole thing is bedazzled with black piping and it's a trench coat. And you love coats. I, I How do. How many love coats it. did you buy? I only bought, oh, I bought two coats. I bought How many pairs of shoes? One. Only How many one. sunglasses? One, two pairs of glasses, sun mm. and then regular. Okay. Yeah. One lipstick, several table mm. linens. No, I just shopped and shopped and shopped. How much fun is that? Just a little bit every day, mademoiselle. Okay, so. Okay, that, that's why. Yes, got we it. We found out the yeah. money yeah. on on that one. And um, do we have time to play Jennifer Lawrence being asked? Uh, if you go to your Twitter, Grant, I think I sent this to you. I missed all of um Jennifer Lawrence last week, whatever she was, she was doing. Much. We ignored it completely. Well, she's in some movie, but yes. you know, she's a known Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fan. Yes. This is, the, I love that the Variety reporter asked the question to Jennifer Lawrence with her co-stars. They're all sitting on a couch yep. together. Doing press. <laughs> doing press for whatever the movie is. But here's Jennifer Lawrence uh, being asked about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Watching Housewives, Beverly Hills. Which one? Oh, Beverly Hills, not a great season, but Brian I'll finish too. it. Okay, what's but your Brian biggest and I problem? Both Dubai, and we're what's your biggest problem with this season? <laughs> My biggest problem with yeah. this season? But it's just been boring, okay. and mm. I think that Erica is evil. <laughs> <laughs> I would go as far as to say um, she needs a publicist. She like, needs a ASAP. And Lisa Rinna tried to look out for her and tried to, like, she didn't, you know, do the Dorinda or thing. Erica Carol Roswell so, like, was just good. talking so to her. Anyway, and Bethany was. That shows you how in depth uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she knows in depth, she remembered the famous Dorinda when she was so drunk, the lipstick yes. was smeared, and none of the housewives in, the, in last week's episode, which I did watch yesterday, Erica was so awful and so obviously drunk, but just saying the most narcissistic, hateful, and just stupid things. And Rinna kept trying to hurry her up. Then Bravo was filming the whole damn thing. But Lisa isn't going to yell Bravo effing Bravo to help Erica. Mm -hmm. She's just trying to get her out because she already knows She's on her way out. Right. So she doesn't want to yell that. Right. That's what I think. So, yeah. I couldn't finish it. But, uh, yeah, my biggest problem is that Erica, she comes off as evil. And so I just love that they brought it up. And you could tell they might have all talked about it. But, Mm -hmm. boy, Jennifer, she swore in that interview. I'm sorry about that, Grant. No, you're fine. I actually listen back, and there's nothing wrong. Oh, I didn't okay. Hear it's, it's it sounded joker. like she was swearing. She's, no, she said she joker. Said joking. Joker okay. makeup, not joker. Yeah, because yeah, it good. doesn't seem like she would swear. No, because I didn't think. No, no. It but was in joker Dorinda, makeup. you know, on that that terrible trip when they went to South America and everybody got sick on that ship oh. or that boat ride, but nobody stopped the filming, and Dorinda had all that. I lipstick. think that's wrong. All that lipstick around her face. That's why I always tell people there's spinach in your teeth. Yes, yes. corn on your face. Yeah. Your makeup is dripping under your eyes. Right, right. It's just nice to do. Right. I would have told you your skirt was up with toilet paper hanging out at at Thank you, Julia. Nobody did. And Nicki Minaj weighed in on uh, Garcelle Beauvais and on her radio show. And she said she got mad that Garcelle's 
got all this attention for her son, you know, got like some kind of a bot. Yeah. Anyway, he got just terrible thousands and thousands of evil messages. Mm -hmm. And so Nikki called her biatch. If you can't stand the bleep and bleep in kitchen, get out of the kitchen, you bleep and bleep. Ooh, no love lost there. I know. I'm kind of surprised. It seems an overreaction to something that happened two weeks ago. Exactly. And also, it's somebody's kid. And I think when I look back on it, Garcelle Bouvet, who's on... Used to be on the talk. No, the real. Oh, the, the real. real. Yep. Um, but, you know, Nicki Minaj is, you know, her husband is a convicted rapist. Yeah. And she probably brought that fact up on her show, yep. on the real. So Nicki probably has old beach with her. She can't forget that. Yep. That'd be a hard one. But you know what? Her husband's got to wear an ankle bracelet for two years. Oh, so, well, there we go. There you go. All right, when we come I hope back, she doesn't hear this segment. Hour, She'll come giving, after us. We're giving away tickets to the wild. This is Laurie and Julia, my talk.